Hello, everyone, and welcome to the All Four Downs podcast. Is the college football season closing in on the bowl games and towards the end of the season? I'm Ovi One. I am going solo tonight with my boy Joe Aguirre, who won't not be here tonight. He's in another doing something else. He'll be back next week doing another function. And as always, um, probably was gonna. Talk about Ohio State quarter uh, head coach Ryan Day, but I'm gonna finish the segment about him. Short, uh, you know, at in fourth down, because uh, there's plenty, to, uh, plenty, plenty to talk about. A lot of transfers going on since last Monday. I mean, just too many moving pieces already, and a couple of surprising ones too. Uh, we'll get to that, but first, we're going on first down, and. The Heisman winner. Okay. And before, y'all know, yeah, you know, uh, Jaden Daniels won it. But the four people that were in it for the run was Jaden Daniels himself from LSU, Bo Nix, the quarterback of Oregon, Michael Penix Jr. from Washington, and Marvin Harrison Jr., the Ohio State. Any of these four could have been potentially winners. But of course, there's got to be just that one. And then that one guy himself is no other than Jaden Daniels. LSU, well-deserved. Um, this guy's coming from Arizona State. Started his career, college career there, then transferred over to LSU. And he's done a spectacular job. Matter of fact, his numbers went up uh, from last year to this year. Throwing over 3,000 yards compared to 2022. His quarterback rating over 200 through 40 touchdown passes, four interceptions, and that's pretty unique, uh, especially when you're throwing at least 327 times, right? But he cut down in th- those attempts. Why? Because he even rushed more. Rushing for 135 attempts to 1,134 yards. Pretty awesome. So if you calculate those yardages, I mean, he was on top of the college football league well-deserved persevered didn't get to the promised land but you got to give credit he it's well-deserved amongst the other um nominees they deserved it um i'll take out the uh look at harrison jr from ohio state i mean if they would have given the ball a lot more and done more with him then we could have been talking about him like we did with Devontae Adams from uh, Alabama. But no, 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 no. Not good enough. Numbers wasn't good there. So you couldn't have another wide receiver. Oh, I'm sorry, Devontae Smith. Excuse me. Wow, I don't even know why I say Adams. Hey, that's my bad. But well-deserved. The question is, what's he going to do? What is next for him? Going to the NFL? And if he does, let's look at the last uh, few people that uh, won the Heisman and see what they have done so far. Uh, Again, Jaden Daniels winning this year. Last year was Caleb Williams. Will he enter the NFL draft? Uh, Will Daniels enter the NFL draft? That would be pretty interesting knowing that uh, Chicago Bears will be the first round pick for the upcoming NFL draft, taking that pick away from the Carolina Panthers. 
But you have Bryce Young, who's doing very well. Yeah, decent, right, with Carolina Panthers. Got a lot to grow. They're building around him. They're going to have a new head coach over there in Carolina. So I don't think Carolina is going to get a quarterback. Uh, Devontae Smith doing well with the Eagles. Yeah, they lost the Super Bowl last year. Maybe have another attempt this year. Joe Burrow doing a fabulous job with the Bengals. Lost the Super Bowl. But, hey, you know, he's getting there. Of course, he's out for the season, but he's coming back. Now, Colin Murray, he's with the Arizona Cardinals. Not doing so well. A lot of hype, but there's nothing to show for. Baker Mayfield's transferred from different teams. Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's been the MVP, but hasn't won the Super Bowl. Marcus Mariota is a backup. Derek Henry, the running back, hasn't gone to the Super Bowl. James Winston was a starting quarterback, and then he wasn't, right? The backup quarterback, RG3, working at ESPN. So if you're getting my drift here and you go down the line, not much has happened for any Heisman winners going to the NFL. So I ask you, is Dana Daniels going to be the difference maker on this one? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Will the Bears even pick him up? Or will they go after Caleb Williams again until we get an official word that they're going to an NFL draft? I don't know. I don't know. I know probably Joe will think something different. But I I, I got a feeling that if Jenny Daniels does go, I could see probably him and um, the former uh, Ohio State quarterback Oh, man, I'm going blank here. <laughs> I think he's going to do pretty good. A lot of people saying he's ready for the NFL. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, going on second down. Not much there, huh? Second down. <laughs> Meaning there's not really much. I probably got a penalty. Probably threw the ball. I lost a down. Didn't accomplish anything there. But in third down. Well, there's some quite some news here because there's a lot of transfers going on, okay? And it's expected, but the surprising fact is, is that a quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, had an average play with Miami. Not much has happened. Got into a transfer portal and quickly Wisconsin picked him up. I don't even know if that's an upgrade for Wisconsin. I think it's average. But then again, in the Big Ten Conference and that division where Wisconsin's at in the East, there's not much that goes on over there. All right. Wisconsin's Wisconsin. I mean, look, they, that that whole side of the football of division, unless it picks up with USC and UCLA or something like that. But there's not much going on unless you're with Ohio State or Michigan. And the third best team, Penn State, in the in the Big Ten. Quarterback Riley Leonard goes from Duke to Notre Dame. Now, Riley Leonard was a starting quarterback for Duke. Why did this guy leave? It's because the head coach left. Okay. Good deal. But why are you gonna leave? And why to Notre Dame? You already saw Notre Dame how they played. They had a star quarterback transfer from Wake Forest. I thought he was the real deal. But now you got Ryan Leonard. 
I don't know if that was an upgrade or even him being a starter for Notre Dame. I think they promised him he was going to be the starter. I don't know. It's kind of weird how things go in Notre Dame. And if you go, let's put it this way, you go from transfer reporter to transfer reporter all the time, there's just no consistency in that quarterback position for Notre Dame. Don't you think it's right to get a quarterback that you could form and, 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 and train them and to get you there in the promised land? I just feel like nowadays colleges are just going after the, the five-star quarterback they couldn't get before, they get it later, and think that that's their answer to their program. I don't think so. I don't believe in that. Look at Colorado Buffaloes with Deion Sanders and all he had to do. Record-breaking transfer report going in one school, and yet they didn't even make it to the bowl game. Quarterback DJ Ugalele. Transfer out of Oregon State. He's visiting Florida State. What's going to happen there? I wouldn't go to Florida State. I wouldn't. Go somewhere. You got that talent. Go somewhere to, to change the culture to a school. That's where you need to go. But, of course, they're going to go for the money. That's what's going on. Go for the money. Do you. Okay. Good luck. I mean, for DJ Galele, he's played in the ACC before, former quarterback from Clemson. Could that be the answer? Maybe he wants redemption. Get revenge on Clemson himself. Hey, coach, look at me. I told you I was good enough. <laughs> it is what it is. Running back Chip Trey, Trey Yanum, if that's why I'm saying his name right, from Ohio State. Transfers out. He's going to Kentucky. Okay. I'm looking at their 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 depth chart right now. And Ohio State's still looking good. They got Trevion Henderson, who's a redshirt sophomore. Another surprising is Kyle McCord, who was a starting quarterback. And he is out. He's transferred out. No final destination yet. But that's surprising. And now that Ohio State is going to a bowl game, they're going with their Redshirt freshman Devin Brown as a starting quarterback. And then quarterback Dylan Gabriel leaves Oklahoma and he's going to go to Oregon to replace Bo Nix. Okay. Again, is that an up? If, if for Gabriel to go to Oregon State, is that an upgrade? I'm sorry, Oregon, not Oregon State, Oregon Ducks. Is that an upgrade? Because I tell you what, Bo Nix, at least he was there for a couple of years. And he developed. And I'm going to tell you right now, Bo Nix, because I've seen him play in Auburn, to go to Oregon, he has developed so much. I think he's going to be the difference maker in this year's NFL draft. And whatever team he lands on, he might be an immediate starter. All right, going on last down. These are the rankings from the college football committee, Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama top four. Surprisingly, I mean, look, man, I still still a little butthurt about Florida State not making it, even though I understand that their way of play has declined significantly. Right. And the ACC championship was really boring. Let's be honest. It was very boring. I yawned. Couldn't believe what I'm seeing. I thought I was watching high school football. And that's the honest truth. 
But here we go. Despite of all that, the committee ended up bumping Florida State down to number five to later put them back on the top four just before the ACC championship. And then now they got bumped down to number five again. Yet they won their game. That is the only gripe I have with the committee is, what if you wasn't sure, then why did you put them in the top four in the first place? And of course, there's rumor speculation that ESPN has a lot of leverage to this. Look, it doesn't matter. What matters is what we saw. And that's why next year, the problem is going to be solved. And I don't care who actually is going to be 1 through 12 because I don't care what happens from 13 then on. It really doesn't matter anymore. But we're definitely going to get an actual playoff. We're definitely going to get that. And so that way we eliminate all that madness of what's going on. Who's going to be 1, 2, 3, 4? doesn't matter. They're going to play the game. So therefore, the only other butthurt concern I have here is Georgia being in number six. And yet, Georgia's favored by 14 points against Florida State. Now, how does that make sense? How does that even make sense? When you the committee put Georgia at number six, put Florida State number five, and yet Georgia's favored by 14 points. Talk to me now. Ohio State and Oregon, seven and eight. Got it. Mizzou, number nine, and Penn State, number 10. Man, they love Penn State. Third best team in the Big Ten. Definitely doesn't deserve to be in the top 10. Okay? And being the third best in Big Ten doesn't mean that they are the top team in that conference. I mean, I will pick Ole Miss over Penn State. But, hey, it is what it is. Join me and the rest of the crew, the all four downs, scan that QR code, and enter the Capital One Bowl Mania, okay? Bragging rights and all that good stuff. And, hey, who knows? Maybe you go ahead and, and join another league in there to win up to $1 million, but you're definitely not getting $1 million from us. It's all about talk. It's all about talking smack to one another. Mad respect. And for the last couple of seasons, I've taken that title. And I think one time I had a tie with Hector, who is also my co-host in all four downs for the NFL. And we've been we've been doing very well. We're waiting for others to see if they could conquer us and defeat us. But we've been on top of the mountain for the very long time since we started this podcast. So bring it on, man. Challenge. Let's go. Make your picks. See if you make it to the top. All right, so sign up for Capital One Bowl Media. Go ahead, take a snapshot with that QR code and join our league. All right, one through four, Michigan versus Alabama, Washington versus Texas. We're going to announce our picks next week is who we going for, and I will tell you anyway. I think I said it last week. I'm still on the bandwagon. I'm going for Alabama and Texas. But I'm definitely not telling you who's going to win it. No, no, no. Not yet. Not just yet. All right. This week, we got a lot of games here. Uh, but I just narrowed it down to certain certain um, games to look out for. The good ones. Okay. 
I'm staying away from these six and six uh games and stuff like that. The record was six and six. I mean, yeah, I got it. They're doing a boat game. Good job. Word up. You're doing awesome. But the games that I like to see, I like to see where is Liberty? How well could Liberty play against Oregon in the Fiesta Bowl? Oregon's favorite at 17 and a half. I think, in my opinion, that that is too big of a spread. Knowing that Liberty's undefeated and they got something to prove. Okay. The committee gave no respect to Liberty. Now I've given Liberty the respect. They transferred from being independent to the Conference USA. They're making things happen. 13 and 0. I'm not saying that Liberty is going to win the game, but if I paid attention a lot and the way Oregon was playing, that defense is suspect. And I don't think 17 and a half Oregon's going to cover against Liberty. Does not, especially being at Glendale, Arizona. Ah, I'm going to take my Liberty 17 and a half. Ole Miss versus Penn State. Excuse me. I talked about it already. I don't think Penn State's good enough, man, against the SEC opponent. And they've been proven to me before. So I'm taking Ole Miss. And watch this. Penn State lost to Ohio State and Michigan, but able to play everybody. But Ole Miss has a better resume in their record, okay? They've been playing some good or great opponents, playing playoff games. And being that is in Atlanta, Georgia, home of the SEC championship, right? Penn State's favorite three and a half. I'm going to tell you right now, that money line, I'm taking Ole Miss. Definitely. But before that game, I'm going to pay attention to who's playing and who's not playing in the Peach Bowl. And later on, another game that's happening, not this weekend, but uh, later on in weeks to come, Georgia versus Florida State in the Orange Bowl. They're giving Georgia 14 points over under 44 and a half. Yikes. That just tells me that Georgia is going to run the points up. And as of right now, I haven't heard anyone leaving the organization for the NFL, Jeff. I've heard there's been a couple of noises, guys transferring out, but neither one of them are starters. And also Mizzou versus Ohio State, that's going to be a great game. Uh, But Again, you pay attention to who's playing the game because McCord is not playing that game. So if I was, and, and you know what? Just in time, but I bet you Ohio State was favorite. And now that they lost the running back, they lost like a total of nine players so far in a transfer portal. Okay. So therefore, Mizzou is favorite by two and a half. And that's at the Cotton Bowl in Arlington, Texas. Okay, this week, Miami versus Appalachia State, Mexico Cure Bowl. That's going to be an awesome game. App is favored at six and a half. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be by three points. So pay attention to that. New Mexico State versus Fresno State. New Mexico State's come a long way to get to where they're at. And Fresno State has a new head coach. And this is the Isleta New Mexico Bowl. Yeah. New Mexico State's favorite three and a half. But Fresno State in history has owned New Mexico State, just to let you know. And UCLA versus Boise State. UCLA's favorite at three and a half. That game is in California and the LA Bowl. Ah, 
I'll lean over to UCLA on that one. But, hey, you make your picks. Or shall I say, do you think I'm really going for them? Ha-ha. All right, my dream match, my dream card here. Wish this could happen already for the top 12 teams to go at it. But we're going to have to wait for another day on that. Um, Next year. Next year. Okay. Final whistle. Here we go. And it's all me. Absolutely. Got to love it. So, Ryan Dane, who is the Ohio State Buckeyes head coach. His scheme is a spread offense. It's a 4-2-5 defensive scheme. All that is glorious. But the one downfall that they had was not beating Michigan. And again, is he the right coach for the team? Absolutely. Why wouldn't you? The only biggest flaw is Michigan. Really? That's all you got? I think he's still doing a fantastic job. I didn't like the way he let his emotions out against Notre Dame. Talking about a a, a retired Hall of Fame head coach. But other than that, Ryan Day is not bad, man. I don't know why people would want to jump ship. Because you ain't starting. You want to go for the money. You don't want to stick around and be loyal. Everything's about money, money, money. I got to get mine. I got to get mine. I don't know. I don't know what these people are thinking or what they're saying to these young kids. Because at the end of the day, these are young kids that are playing football. They're not adults. They're not mature enough to be in the professional level yet. They'll get there. But is it worth transferring? That's all I got to say. Is it worth it? Okay. Kyle McCord leaves. Julian Fleming, the receiver. Even prior, the running back. Uh, Ryan Turner, the defensive back. Keith Stokes, the defensive back. Cameron Martinez, Parker Lewis, Jackson Kuwats. And then the last one was Chip Trangham. They're all going to another one. Matt Fratt James going to Kentucky. Okay. He might be doing good there because Kentucky is, a, is an actual run, a run game team. They got one hell of a defense, and that's an upgrade. But if you're going to go bashing on head coaches and stuff like that, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to talk against Ryan Day. I'm in, I'm in it for him. With Ohio State, he is 56-7. and seven. He has two and two in the bowl games, won a Sugar Bowl, lost uh, the, uh, what is it called? The, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He lost in the college football playoffs, and that's okay. That's all right. It's, it's, it's not a big deal. He is a top 10 coach. I mean, clearly, after this season's over, should they win, they'll be hired in seven. But they've never been less. They've never been out of the top 10. And so for someone to bash that head coach, then I don't know what kind of football you're watching. Joe's been preaching about training and developing youths so they could be ready for the outside world. And that one quarterback that I forgot to mention was C.J. Stroud earlier in the show. And it showed C.J. Stroud's ready for the NFL. And for the first time 
and since I've been watching college football, I've seen an actual quarterback coming from Ohio State and performing well. And CJ Stroud is actually making things happen in the NFL with the Houston Texans. So if you're going to be sending players like that at the pro level, then I'm all in it. He's doing a good job. Probably better than the previous coaches. And if they won championships, they did this, they did that, they beat Michigan, all right, congratulations. But what is the quality of players that go to the professional level? Are they maintaining? Are they still representing Ohio State? C.J. Stroud is. He's a big namer. So, all this transfers, everything else, I'm going to tell you right now, you got to trust, uh, trust the head coach. Got to try harder. Don't be a quitter. If you don't like it that way and you always want to quit, then you're always going to be a quitter for the rest of your life. You might get lucky during your transfer and be at a platform where you could be successful. But like most of these players, man, hop into different colleges. Take advantage of it now. Yes, please take advantage of it. Because soon, soon, very soon, the NCAA is going to regulate to avoid transferring multiple times. And pretty soon, the kneel is going to be in check. You're going to kneel the kneel, if you know what I mean. And that's definitely what's going to happen in the near future in college football. I'm OV1. Thank you for watching. Tune in next week as we are have our prediction show for the rest of the bowl games. But for this weekend, enjoy it. Have fun. Happy holidays. Take care, everyone. You're listening to All Four Downs.